Greetings of the day. I Ashima Vij on behalf of APS Mamoon welcome you all at a podcast Birds Birds 30th episode with the theme salt. Today I'm going to narrate a beautiful story on importance of salt. One day the king wanted to find out which of his daughters loved him the most. So he called to his daughters and asked How much do each of you love me my dears? The eldest daughter replied, "I love you as much as I love gold." The king was happy. The second one replied, "I love you as much as I love diamonds." On hearing this, the king was even happier. But the youngest daughter said, "I love you as much as I love salt, dear father." On hearing this, the king was furious. How can you say something like that? He shouted at his youngest daughter. In your eyes, my value is only as much as mere salt. He was so angry and humiliated that he banished his youngest daughter to the forest. Sad and rejected, the princess began to wander in the forest when suddenly she heard the sound of horses' hooves galloping towards her. Frightened princess hid in the hollow of a tree. The horse halted near the tree and a handsome young man alighted. He said, "The princess hiding behind the tree. I'm a wealthy merchant," said the young man, "and I live in the neighboring kingdom. What are you doing all alone in this dense forest?" The princess then told him her story. "I love my father very much, but he doesn't understand," she sobbed. "One day he will," consoled the merchant. They quickly fell in love and soon they were married. The wealthy merchant brought the youngest princess as his bride to live with him in his mansion. Then one day the king lost his way while hunting. For 2 days he wandered in the forest. Then as fate would have it he reached the mansion of the merchant. Hungry and tired, he approached the merchant, presented himself, and sought the young man's help. Although the merchant knew the king was none other than his wife's father, but he kept quiet about it. "I shall arrange some food for you, your majesty," he said. The merchant then went to his wife, the princess, and told her about her father's arrival. The princess decided to do cooking herself and quickly dismissed the cooks. Not long thereafter a big feast was presented to the king. Starving, he quickly began eating. But then he realized that the food had absolutely no taste. What is this? I cannot imagine that someone could ever eat this food like this, said the king as he demanded to speak with the cook. Immediately to his astonishment there stood his daughter in front of him the princess said hello father your food is horrible because it does not have salt in it your life would be terrible without salt wouldn't it do you understand now how much i love you the king held his daughter in his arms and apologized to her promising never to doubt the love she had for him ever again So I would end up saying a pinch of salt could teach us a balance of life it can't be used little too much 
or little to less it should be used wisely know your own significance be like a pinch of salt thank you greetings of the day this is sheetal shukla from aps mamoon with the news of the month aps mamoon is having a wonderful time in the summer camp students are enjoying fun filled activities like yoga dance music art and different sports activities like taekwondo cricket table tennis skating athletics football basketball hockey badminton and most importantly they are learning things which are useful in everyday life exams for class 10 got over but the exams for class 12 are still going on extra classes for classes 10 and 12 are still going on till 11th june seminars for teachers are being organized in aps mamoon with the aim of bringing together the subject experts which help us to improve our knowledge and get updated to the latest technological developments it's a proud moment for aps mamoon as the students of our school received various awards in world sports star awards 2022 held in kolkata under the able guidance of mr shakil aditya katoch of 8b received International Superstar Award Ankit Thakur of 8P Special Recognition Award Karandeep Singh of 9P Special Rising Star Award Ayan Raza of 8P Superstar Award Anuj Kumar of 9th P Superstar Junior Male Award Subrajyoti Mondal of 8th Rising Star Award Abdul Basit Laskar of 7th E Superstar Award Tushar HG of 10th A received Rising Star Award. On 31st May 2022, we had inter-house ethics bowl competition proposed by AWA and is organized in APS Mamoon. We had four students from each house participated enthusiastically and spoke on the merits and demerits of GIG economy. That's all for the news. Thank you. section we are going to review this book salt by mark kurlansky so each day people like to consume approximately 1 teaspoon of white crystalline rock scientists call it sodium chloride we call it salt whatever its name it keeps us alive salt is actually made up of two volatile chemical compounds the first is silvery white metal called sodium also known as natrium or na on the periodic table sodium alone is so unstable that it bursts into flames when it comes into contact with water salt's second component is chlorine or cl when you add chlorine to water this poisonous gas turns into dangerous acid but when we combine chlorine with sodium we get nacl or sodium chloride a stable edible compound that we know as humble salt thanks to sodium our heart keeps beating our nerves can send signals to each other and our cells can feed themselves we need salt to stay alive yet our body cannot produce it once we lose it 
every day through sweating. You might also be surprised to hear that salt has shaped civilizations. In Judaism and Islam, salt is thought to protect us against evil spirits. A similar belief existed in ancient Japan, which is why theater stages would be sprinkled with salt before performances. Ancient China and Egypt were the first cultures to discover the wonders of salt. The Chinese were the first culture to harvest salt by boiling ocean water. As early as 252 BC, the Chinese drilled the first brine well, proving that salt could also be found in the ground and successfully extracted it. The Chinese seasoned their meal with salt-based sources such as soy sauce and understood that the perishable foods such as eggs could be transported hygienically and safely by storing them in salt. Ancient China also levied the first taxes on salt. By controlling salt sales, the state was able to raise additional revenue to fund wars, expedition to the west, and even the construction of the Great Wall of China. Ancient Egypt was not far behind China in its salt explorations. Egyptians mined rock salt in the desert and harvested salt by evaporating seawater in the Nile Delta. They were also responsible for many culinary innovations involving salt. When certain foods are salted, it kills bacteria and draws out moisture. This method allowed Egyptians to cure fresh fish and vegetables, which could then be stored for months. They also discovered that olives, which are tough and inedible when fresh, become tasty and tender after a soak in the salty water. Seeing how well salt preserved fresh meat, Ancient Egyptians connected the dots and began to preserve the human corpses in salt too. This is how the process of mummifying bodies began. The shared origin of the salted fish and mummies was not forgotten either. In the 19th century, custom officers in Cairo found themselves scratching their heads when faced with the problem of having to tax mummies before they could enter the city. While having no set of policy on how to do so, so they used the tax on salted fish as a precedent. Mummies were then officially granted entry into the Cairo after being taxed as salted fish. The struggle over the salt was a catalyst in both French and American revolutions too. Many early settlers were fishermen who were able to quickly establish a prosperous trading business and being self-reliant they harvested salt themselves. Of course, the British didn't want self-reliant colonists, so they made British salt less expensive than the price of the local salt, deliberately to damage the local business. Later, when the settlers were eager to expand trade, the British only provided enough salt for the colonists to produce goods for themselves and Britain, but not for the export. The British continuously raised taxes on salt, later imposing punitive tariffs to keep control of the market. This angered colonists. Arguments turned into conflicts, eventually sparking the American Revolutionary War in 1775. During the conflict, Britain even cut off the colonies from salt imports to try to weaken the rebels' resolve. Yet the colonies prevailed, and America was acknowledged as independent nation in 1783. The French Revolution was also shaped by salt. Just like ancient Egyptian and Roman leaders, when the despot king Louis XVI needed more cash, he raised salt tax. Louis XVI led an extravagant lifestyle, so taxes kept rising. Higher taxes fueled citizens' anger, as did the arbitrary tax exemptions for certain towns, religious institutions, and important figures. Soon, salt smugglers were risking their lives to circumvent high salt prices, potentially facing jail time and decapitation if caught. Regardless, the French were required by law to purchase a certain amount of salt, the sal du devoir, to secure the state's revenue stream. The story of salt in pre-revolutionary France reflects the suffering and oppression of common people, which eventually led them to revolt. Once a revolutionary government came into power, one of the first decrees was the abandonment of the salt tax. 
Demand for salt shaped the continuing conflict between America and Britain after the revolution. After the American Revolution, salt continued to play an influential role in the young America. Despite having recognized the colony's independence, Britain sought to restrict U.S. trade. In 1812, this inspired a new conflict during which the British tried to destroy all the newly created salt work in America. But troops could not bring the American salt industry down so easily. Americans had built covered salt works and even canals that facilitated salt transport. Many salt works continued to flourish as British competition was timed when the conflict cut off salt imports. After the war ended in 1815, towns near salt works became prosperous business hubs. Salt also helped determine the course of the American Civil War. From 1861 to 1865, northern troops made sure to destroy southern salt works and blocked ports, preventing the south from harvesting or importing salt, one factor that led to the defeat of the Confederacy. Traveling across the world to India, that country's struggle for independence in the early 20th century started as a fight over salt. With the India Salt Act in 1882, the British colonial government was able to establish a salt monopoly, effectively shutting down the local salt economy. As a result, salt was so highly taxed that most citizens could no longer afford it. The British also responded violently to Indian protests and uprisings, making it illegal to pick grains of salt found naturally on the beach. By 1930, civil rights leader Mahatma Gandhi decided to channel the Borjan Indian independence movement into the campaign for salt independence too. He asked the Viceroy of India to abolish the salt laws and warned that he and his followers would disregard the laws in protest if it remained unchanged. Gandhi then famously marched to the sea to harvest salt, sparking more protests that eventually would help India secure its independence from the British. Advances in technology and chemistry have helped society better understand salt and its extraction. Just two centuries ago, salt's chemical makeup was a mystery. By 1800, however, chemists began to explore electrolysis, a process that allowed them to break down liquids into chemicals, components, and electric currents. With this new method, researchers discovered more about the composition and properties of salt. In 1807, young Humphrey Davy, a self-taught chemist, was the first to isolate sodium using electrolysis. Further experiments helped scientists understand salt's nature as well, balanced compound created from the reaction of a base sodium and an acid chlorine. While technological advancement helped scientists better understand salt, the production of the salt at the time made great leaps too. Advanced drilling methods boosted salt production around the globe. In the process, the new field of geology was born. We soon learned that salt deposits exist in pretty much every part of the planet. One invention that boosted salt production was the vacuum pan salt process. Developed in 1880s, this technology saves energy by using chambers within the vacuum, a space with a lower pressure than the atmospheric pressure. Liquids generally have a lower boiling point in it. Lower pressure environment ensures the lower the pressure, the less energy is needed to boil the liquid. To boil salt brine in a series of vacuum salt pans or evaporators, hot steam heats each pan in succession. Each pan maintains a lower pressure than the previous pan, allowing the brine in each to be boiled at a lower temperature in each consecutive pan. This efficient method soon eclipsed older method of salt extraction. Salt quickly went from a highly sought-after commodity to a cheap, accessible staple. Today, salt is no longer the precious commodity it once was, but we still cannot live without it. It is astonishing how the value of salt has changed over the centuries.
Thankfully, we do not fight wars over the salt anymore. We also consume much less of it in our food. Today, just 8% of the salt production in the United States is linked to the food industry. This is partly because we don't use salt to preserve food anymore, preferring canning or flash freezing. Freezing in particular has sparked a revolution in food preservations. When we freeze foods quickly such as strawberries, the water inside the fruit form tiny crystals that are small enough to preserve the fruit's freshness and flavor without damaging its texture. We also know now that too much salt is bad for the body and can potentially raise blood pressure. Most people still use salt daily to enhance the taste of food. Interestingly, many professional chefs have rediscovered the use of salt, but not the plain white kind of that is mass-produced. People now pay a premium for rougher, larger-grained or even colored salt from small manufacturers. Salt that historically was in fact seen as less valuable or of poor quality. Given this trend, it seems that traditional salt makers won the salt wars, able to secure a living not through the sheer quantity of salt produced but instead of guaranteeing its quality. Global Cuisines has contributed new ideas about how to season with salt. Asian cuisines definitely combine sweet and salty flavors, and the technique of seasoning food with salty pickles and sauces rather than pure salt has also become popular in Western cooking. Salt in the modern day is a basic mass-produced product, yet for millennia, salt was a high-priced commodity that drove culinary and cultural change. From preserving mummies to inspiring explorations to insight revolutions, many ancient cultures as well as modern companies owe their existence to salt. Thanks. Greetings of the day. I, Nitika Gupta. TGT English from APS Mamun is going to recite a poem on salt. This salt in the salt cellar I once saw in the salt mines. I know you won't believe me, but it sings. Salt sings. The skin of the salt mines sings with the mouth smothered by the earth. I shivered in those solitudes when I heard the voice of the salt in the desert near Antofagasta the nitrous pampa resounds a broken voice a mournful in it caves the salt moans mountain of buried light translucent cathedral crystal of the sea oblivion of the waves and then on every table in the world salt we see your piquant powder sprinkling vital light upon the essence preserver of the ancient holds of ships discoverer on the high seas earliest sailor of the unknown shifting byways of the foam dust of the sea in you the tongue receives a kiss from the ocean night taste imparts to every seasoned dish your ocean essence the smallest miniature wave from the salt sealer reveals to us more than domestic whiteness in it we taste the infinitude thank you
नमस्कार वी वेलकम यू इन द फिफ्थ सेक्शन ऑफ आर पॉडकास्ट वेर इन मिसेज अंजलि पी जी डी फाइन आर्ट्स इज गोइंग टू टेल मोटिवेशन स्टोरी अ मैन ड्यूरिंग हिज ट्रेवल वंस केम अप टू ए माउंटेन वेयर ही फाउंड लेडी मेडिटेटिंग अंडर अ ट्री क्वाइट इंट्रीग्यूट बाय हर प्रेजेंस इन ए सॉलिटरी प्लेस लाइक दिस ही आस्क हर वट आर यू डूइंग हेयर अलोन इन सच ए सेक्लूडेड प्लेस द लेडी रिप्लाइड that she had a lot of work to do on that mountain a little amused the man asked a lot of work i cannot see anything around you here what do you have to do up here on this mountain the lady replied well i have to train two hawks two eagles teach two rabbits discipline one snake motivate a donkey and tame a lion and if i might ask you where are they i don't see any of them up here questioned the man actually sir you will never be able to see them because they all live inside here within me said the lady the hawks stare at everything that comes to me people good or bad situations good or bad things good or bad and i have to work hard to train them to focus on the good side the hawks represent the vision behind my eyes and the two eagles with their claws can hurt and destroy i have to train them not to hurt those eagles are my hands that need to be to do something constructive for the world and not engage in anything hurtful or destructive rabbits are very swift and they want to go wherever they want to go i have to teach them to not just run around but just run in the right direction after all what use is the speed if there is no direction the rabbit represent my feet and i always want them to go in the right direction in life the donkey often lethargic and at times act very stubborn i need to motivate it to continue on with its work my mind is exactly like the donkey it takes up something but then loses the enthusiasm to continue and also can be very obstinate at times a lot of hard work goes into dealing with the donkey sir to plead with it to keep going on and on the most difficult to tame however is the snake although it's low locked in a strong cage with 32 bars it's always ready to sting bite poison anywhere nearby i have to discipline it and that is my tongue i have a lion too oh how proud how vague he thinks he is the king i have to tame him and show him his real position and that's my ego so now you see my dear sir i have lots of work to do up here on the mountain so my dear students all of us have lots of work to do as well let's work on our inside to transform the outside so let's stop gossiping let's stop criticizing let's stop evaluating and judging other let's start looking at the and working on our own lives isn't well said yesterday i was trying to be clever so i wanted to change the world today i am trying to be wise so i know that i need to change myself let's stop looking at others lives and start working on our own thank you
नमस्कार आए शेखर शर्मा अलॉन्ग विद माई स्टूडेंट यशी मिश्रा वेलकम यू ऑल इन द लास्ट सेक्शन ऑफ आर पॉडकास्ट डेलीब्रेशन एंड टूडे द टॉपिक ऑफ डिस्कशन इज सॉल्ट सो यशी माई फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन टू यू इज वॉट इज सॉल्ट Salt comes from weathering and volcanic activity. The ocean formed very early on as Earth's history. As soon as water comes into contact with rock, then weathering processes start. These leach, that is, they dissolve the soluble elements, preferentially out of the rock, that is, sodium, calcium, magnesium, potassium, etc. There isn't very much chlorine or sulfur in rocks, but there is lots in volcanic gases and is readily dissolves in water in the atmosphere to form chloride and sulfur that drains into the ocean. If these processes go on for billions of years, we get a salty ocean. Salt production is one of the oldest chemical practices performed by man. Although salt is produced naturally when seawater evaporates, the process can easily be reproduced to create a higher yield. Some salt is still produced using ancient methods but new faster and less expensive methods have been developed depending on the source of the salt and the techniques used to create it an end product will have different flavors and texture today there are three main methods for obtaining salt first one is evaporation from sea water second is mining salt from the earth third is creating salt brines yeshi where does salt come from So basically salt is a mineral composed primarily of sodium chloride a chemical compound belonging to a larger class of salts salt in the form of natural crystalline mineral is known as rock salt or halite salt is present in vast quantities in sea water the open ocean has about 35 grams of solids per liter of sea water a salinity of 3.5% salt is essential for life in general and saltiness is one of the basic human tastes salt is one of the oldest and most ubiquitous food seasonings and salting is an important method of food preservation some of the earliest evidence of salt processing dates to around 6000 bc when people living in the area of the present day romania boiled spring water to extract salts a salt works in china dates to approximately the same period Salt was also prized by the ancient Hebrews, Greeks, the Romans and the Byzantines and Hittites, Egyptians and Indians. Salt became an important article of trade and was transported by boat across the Mediterranean Sea along specially built salt roads and across the Sahara on camel caravans. Yeshi, what are the merits of salt? Taking too much amount of salt can be harmful to you but taking a moderate amount of salt can help a person if suffering from sunstroke it is always recommended to provide them with water with salt and sugar dissolved in it this helps in balancing the loss of salt and water during the sunstroke as a person perspires more when their body becomes hot or when they are suffering from sunstroke even the, even during dehydration also the same thing is recommended It helps in bringing back the body temperature from low to normal. Also it helps maintain the electrolyte level in the body. For sustainable dehydration levels it is very important to consume salt. Secondly it is good for dental hygiene. Most of the dentists also suggest that we should rinse our mouth using the salt water as it helps to keep the mouth bacteria away. A mixture of baking soda, salt and warm water is also being used for whitening teeth and keeping the plaque away. This also helps in reducing the swelling in the gums and keep them healthy. 
It is also helpful in muscle cramps. Drinking water or any drink which has salt present in it helps get relief from the muscle cramps. No matter whether these muscle cramps are because of the heavy exercise or heavy weight you have lifted today or because of the alcoholism or any other such problem. A drink infused with salt can be taken to treat it but make sure that you add salt in a limited quantity only. Yeshi, what are the demerits of salt? Apart from the advantages of intaking the soil, there are its disadvantages too if you do not use in a proper amount. For example, it damages your kidneys. One of the adverse effects of using or consuming salt is on kidneys. As salt has sodium present in it and it affects the kidneys. The minerals present in salt lead to a rise in blood pressure. This results in the formation of crystals in the kidneys which can cause damage to them. Another problem relies with hypertension. Another adverse effect of salt on our body is hypertension. This is also because consuming an excess of salt will raise the blood level and blood pressure. This leads to cardiovascular risk like heat stroke. So try to consume salt in a limited quantity only. Third is obesity. You all would have heard that consumption of excess salt can even lead to weight gain also. That is why the people who are trying to lose weight are recommended to keep less salty food items in their diet. We are sure that your confusion about salt that whether it is good for health or not would have gone away by this. Salt have both the advantages and disadvantages but it is on us that how we consume it. If you are consuming it within limits, it will not leave any negative impact on our body. Yeshi, what is the use of salt in industry? Sodium chloride, that is salts find its usage area largely in the industrial areas. One of the industrial salt uses is de-icing. Industrial salt is majorly employed for the maintenance of roads, sidewalks and platforms. De-icing road salt is often spread across the roads creating a layer of brine before the surface freezes. This process delays or prevents the formation of ice. When the roads or sidewalks are already frozen or covered with snow, industrial salt is used to lower the freezing point of water, thereby industrial salt melts the snow and delays the reformation of ice. The salt application for de-icing provides safe roads and prevents accidents. Industrial salt is often used in an oil drilling ring to make it more efficient and safer. Other than this, industrial salt is utilized as an addictive in mud using as drilling fluid. Energy production such as solar power energy requires industrial salt. Industrial salt helps to maintain a certain level of salinity for specific reactions to take place. Industrial salt is largely used in chemical industry to produce different chemicals. It is used as a raw material often in the manufacturing of chlorine, caustic soda, soda ash. Other than these, industrial salt is used in the manufacturing of a variety of products like caustic soda, sodium sulfate, sodium carbonate, hydrochloric acid, sodium bicarbonate, liquid sodium, metallic sodium, chlorine and sodium nitrate. Industrial salt is used to produce chlorine which is one of the primary components of hygiene and disinfection products. Chlorine is produced as a result of electrolysis of a saturated salt solution. This makes sodium chloride the raw material of chlorine production. 
One of the industrial uses of salt is in the metal industry. Industry salt is used in the processing of metals and secondary aluminium making as it removes the impurity. Industrial salt is used in the textile industry to fix the batches of dye. The way the textile industry achieves standardized dye. Industrial salt finds its use in the rubber industry to separate the rubber from latex. Another one of the important industrial use of salt is in the pharmaceutical industry. Salt is mostly used in the preparation of saline solutions and the productions of capsules. From making intravenous formulas to contact solutions, industrial salt is quite important for saline solutions and thus for the pharma industry.